And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much, and welcome back once again, everyone, to the David Bowers Awards here on this Veterans Day or Remembrance Day show. And uh, we have a salute to our veterans from a Canadian gal named Tia McGriff. Here is One Tin Soldier. Trip. 
Mia McGriff and the reworking of the old favorite One Tin Soldier, which was done by a Canadian group called The Original Cast, with an E on the end of the word cast. This version by Tia McGriff has uh, already been charted, and uh, the video was released just November 8th in honor of Veterans Day and Remembrance Day from her newest album, Stubborn In My Blood. And uh, she's an award-winning Americana singer. The uh, video pays tribute to World War I veterans, especially. Single reached top 20 on the iTunes Canadian Country Singles chart. She's from just south of Toronto and is an internationally renowned, award-winning Americana singer-songwriter. She's also a children's author, interestingly enough, with her life partner, Tommy Parham. They've been described as a modern-day Johnny and June. The two have enjoyed extensive careers performing, songwriting, and recording together over 12 years. Uh, it's included seven international CD releases, various film and TV placements, numerous nominations and awards, including Americana CD of the Year, first-round nomination for 2016 and 2018 Grammy Awards, and it earned them a, uh, a lot of respect and a global fan base. Tia McGriff, One Tin Soldier. John Bon Jovial, how are you doing this week? Oh, fairly wonderful. Uh, it has been uh, an uneventful week here in the swamp. Um, just want to add one thing to uh, what you were just talking about, Tia McGriff here and One Tin Soldier. I think the two guys who wrote this song, Dennis Lambert and Brian Potter, would be very pleased with right. the production that she did of this song. She really does it justice. So uh, congratulations right. to Tia McGriff. Speaking of songwriting teams, uh, Lambert and Potter wrote an awful lot of stuff, too. So you, uh, you musical files out there, uh, you look up uh, Dennis Lambert and Brian Potter, and uh, you'll find a string of hits that they have written, too. But, uh, yes, you're right. I think that uh, I think Tia has done a, a really good job in this song. She's got a great voice. And I, I had a hunch that uh, once this... Once this breaks and catches on a little more, we may be hearing more of her here in the States, and we're definitely going to try to get her to come in on the show and, uh, and talk with us, too. In 1969, CHUM in Toronto, they uh, premiered the song, and it went to right. number one uh, on the Canadian charts. Yes. And uh, the song, right. it, it was really quite the statement, and I remember uh, also seeing an interview with then-President Richard Nixon regarding the song uh, and dismissing it as just so much pablum and fluff. Uh, it was mm -hmm. uh, definitely an anti-Vietnam War song and uh, uh, a great tune, and she does a nice job with it. But uh, anyway, uh, on to uh, other things. What, what else is going on in the wild, wacky, and wonderful world of the David Bowers Awards? Well, as always, we are saluting our, uh, our listeners and uh, especially our uh, our friends that uh, support the show, uh, like Mary Perry in Rochester, who's an accredited disability uh, attorney, and uh, she supports us by uh, underwriting the show on our FM station, uh, WRFZ FM 106.3, Rochester, New York. We thank you, Mary Perry, for uh, for your support and. Uh, helping us to get out to all the people there in Rochester. And uh, for our listeners, I want to remind you, this is the show where you and the guests pick our awards. 
and there aren't any nominations or anything. So if you've got somebody you think is deserving of an award, uh, musically related, for whatever reason, uh, drop us a line, David at thedavidbowers.com. We'll take a look at it, and maybe we'll salute uh, you and your award person uh, right here on the show. One other salute also, Titty Bingo, the house band, our house band, who provides our theme music and uh, and gave us our theme song, as a matter of fact. Uh, be sure and check out some good old rock and roll from the Texas boys, Titty Bingo, and uh, you'll find them online at tittybingo.com. Their latest album is called, appropriately enough, Rock and Roll. And uh, we want to also award our first The David Bowers Award of the Week, and here it is. Our first V. David Bowers Award this week, we salute all veterans for Veterans Day in the U.S. and Remembrance Day as it's uh, saluted in the Commonwealth of Nations. That's been celebrated since the end of the First World War and is observed on 11 November in most countries to recall the end of hostilities of World War I on that date in 1918. Hostilities formally ended at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month and for those of you who aren't aware because it doesn't get the it doesn't get the talk about that it used to we were brought up to understand what all these things were and a lot of kids today don't the red remembrance poppy that some of you will see uh, relating to Veterans Day in the US and uh, Remembrance Day in the, the British Commonwealth the poppy has become a familiar emblem due to a poem called In Flanders Fields, where uh, we lost a lot of American soldiers and their bodies are there in Flanders Field in France. And after reading the poem, Moina uh, Moina Michael, a professor at the University of Georgia, wrote a poem called We Shall Keep the Faith and swore to wear a red poppy on the anniversary every year. The custom spread to Europe, the countries of the British Commonwealth, and of course, all around here in America. So uh, you see the red poppies, that's what they're there for. And I I warn you, because there are so many false charities out there, be careful who you give your money to. But if you get approached by someone from a veterans organization, American Legion, somebody like that, and they're selling poppies, make a donation because it's not only in remembrance of something really, really big in our past, but it's also for a very worthwhile cause because these these agencies do a lot for our veterans. Hats off. Salute to our veterans on this Veterans Day weekend. John Bon Jovial, what's coming up? What's going on? Well, I tell you what, you could not have asked for a, a better dedication than what you did. And, uh, you know, it was the war to end all wars. Uh, but it also is extremely applicable to the uh, today's current servicemen and veterans uh, and uh, the trials and tribulations that they've gone through. So our hats off and a, and a big, big salute to those guys and those men and women as well. What is coming up on the David Bowers Awards today? Well, i got to tell you because, well, that's my job. So I'll, I'll do my job now, okay? 
We have a gentleman named uh, Bill Abernathy coming up here in just a few minutes. We're going to talk to Bill, and we're going to play uh, a couple of his songs that I know, I just know that you are going to like. Uh, you're going to like him a whole bunch. The guy's got a lot of great things to say. He's got a lot of good music, and we're going to play some of it, too. And then coming up after that, we've got the Smith Sisters Bluegrass Band. And, boy, do they kick. So we're kind of looking forward to that as well. Hi, this is Joe Bonzel with the Oak Ridge Boys. You're listening to my good friend, the David Bowers, on Blog Talk Radio. Oh, thank you so much, Joe, and all the Oak Ridge Boys. We love you guys, and we thank you for dropping by here to see us every now and then with some new music. Look forward to the next time. Right now, we're looking forward to hearing from our very next guest who's standing by. His name is Bill Abernathy, as John Bon Jovial just mentioned. And here's the here's a tune from his new album. It's called Willow Creek. When I was just a boy, I used to sneak downstairs, listen to my brother and his friends. They'd play music until dawn, and I'd try to play along. Wishing that the music wouldn't end When I was in my teens I used to take my old guitar Down beneath the shade of a willow tree I'd play my little songs And Mother Nature play alone Sitting by the banks of Willow Creek Yes, there's days that we I'm gonna remember For they were the very best days of my life That's when I discovered This music that is me Playing for the rocks and trees Down at Willow Creek Well, my mom they were the best a man could have And they always stood beside me all the way They loved me just enough To know when to get tough But they never missed a chance To hear me play Yes, those days that we love I'm gonna remember For they were the very best days This music that is me For they were the 
some of our weather john's got uh, john's got 80 something and steamy humid and i'm out in the uh, in the phoenix tempe area where it's 80 something and dry as a bone so uh, i'll be i'll be happy to share some of my uh, warm dry weather with you but uh, we're glad to have you here and we want to thank our uh, our good friend michael at uh, mts promotions for uh, getting us together with you we found out you have a uh, new album out and uh, we said hey gotta get this guy on the show and what better time to do it than uh, when he's promoting the new album but before we get into that before we get into that and your music i understand from uh, john bon jovial having talked to you for a moment before we uh, came on live uh, that uh, you've got a uh, a, a a veterans memorial there in Kansas City that's pretty uh, pretty special. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's actually one of the best uh, tourist attractions in Kansas City if you're into that kind of thing. It's a it's a large uh, spire, if you would, uh, that is uh, a memorial to the World War One veterans. Uh, and then underneath it, actually underground, is a museum where you could go and see. Uh, a lot of the things that uh, that were saved and some historical artifacts that came from World War One. Uh, what I was excited about it when, when John and I were talking about earlier. I've never had the privilege of uh, of getting into Kansas City. I would definitely like to, and would especially like to be there uh, to see this. I, I'm sure it's impressive, and uh, what a great thought! You're right, saluting our veterans, primarily, well, originally from the First World War, the uh, war to end all mm-hmm. wars, which unfortunately it did not, and then to, uh, to salute, as you said, all the veterans who have, uh, have given us this uh, great country that we have and preserved it all these years. Thank you for that. And uh, getting back to your music and your new album, Crossing Willow Creek, first thing I want to clear up here, I understand that the album was released as we were putting together having you on the show. So it is now available, correct? Yes, uh, Crossing Willow Creek is out there, available in essentially every one of the uh, markets that you can get, uh, you know, iTunes, Amazon, you know, Spotify, all those places. Uh, you can also um, reach out to me on my website, which is billabernanti.com. And uh, if you want to uh, order a, a CD for me, uh, then, you know, I, I would uh, autograph that and send that out with a, a personal note of thanks to anyone that would do that. So it's out there uh, and uh, seems to be, for actually being on the market one day, it seems to be a, 
they're starting to pick up a little bit of steam. I know that uh, the folks at NTS are going to do a great job promoting it. So I'm excited about it. It's kind of a fun project. It has been a fun project from the beginning. Yeah. Oh, very good. And there you go, listeners. Chance to not only uh, get the new album, but to get it autographed with a personal message from the uh, from the uh, man himself, from Bill Abernathy. So uh, check it out at BillAbernathy.com. I'll, uh, I wanted to get into your background a little bit for folks that might not be familiar with you. Now, you were a songwriter when you were younger, and then... Uh, life came along and sort of interrupted everything but uh you got married you had a, a totally separate career you raised a family and now the kids are on their own and you grabbed a guitar and uh, and started getting back into music and it kind of re- rekindled uh, those thoughts how did that work out for you uh not only how i mean most of us understand that life presents all these wonderful challenges to us but how how did you deal with that, especially the part about when you decided, hey, you know, I might want to get back into my music? Well, it actually evolved from the song that you just played, if you really like to know. Um, when I was young, uh, younger, you know, high school, college age, I played a lot and, and traveled a lot and did a lot of that. Um, ended up having a bit of a, a problem with some vocal nodes and went and got a real job uh, while that was healing up and that real job is now I've been with that company now for 41 years oh uh, wow uh, and yeah 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 I'm a dinosaur I'm one of those guys I've had that no that's, I salute you ever. Well, I salute you man testimony. that's very unusual in this day and age yeah, well, I see it as a testimony of poor management that they kept me around that long but <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> we yeah, could. But, uh, uh, I went there. Yeah, I, I went there, worked my way up, uh, and uh, got married, had kids. Uh, both of my kids were. Uh, I have a daughter and a son. Both of them were, were really big time athletes uh, in their youth. And if you've been involved in in youth high school and collegiate sports at all, you realize that you have no time uh, for anything other than the kids so uh, very fortunate that uh, they were given a lot of opportunities both of them were uh, uh, all americans multiple times uh, through college and so uh, that spent you know obviously that took quite a bit of time uh, following them around watching them play wouldn't wouldn't change a minute of it Um, but uh, it did not uh, allow for a lot of of time with music so when they had uh, when they had graduated and moved on with their lives and started their careers uh, I kind of went back and, you know, over time, you know, if you're a songwriter, I think that you continue to write songs, right? Or you write thoughts. And, uh, oh, absolutely. Over sure. time. Yeah. So I went back and started digging through some notes and some songs that I had written and, and, uh, decided that, uh, I had, I had a pretty good group of songs and I thought, well, you know, I'll just go make an album and we'll just see what it's like. Cause it's been so long, you know, since I had really done any, any real music stuff. And so, we went in and we recorded an album that we called Changes and uh, did it purely acoustic. Uh, uh, it was kind of my rule that I wanted to do it uh, purely acoustic. And so okay. uh, uh, the song, the song Willow Creek uh, was actually the opening song uh, on that album. And it did pretty well. I mean, it, it, uh, 
it got out there a little bit, got a little bit of airplay, you know, won a couple of independent music awards, that kind of thing. And it kind of made me think, you know, maybe I should do this. Maybe this would be fun. And uh, so from then, you know, I've just kind of been focusing on, on the both sides of my life. I have the business world, uh, which is what I do for, for uh, my company. And then I have the music world, uh, which is kind of what I do for me. So, uh, That's, uh, you know, since then, yeah, since then we produced uh, uh, the second album, which is the Find A Way album which is actually based on a quote from my father uh, who was uh, a uh, since we brought up veterans I, I'm just going to go there uh, my dad was in the 82nd Airborne in World War II and uh, uh, three purple hearts uh, yeah, yeah three purple hearts and, and uh, was a in POW for a bit uh, ended up being an honor guard for Patton um, and uh, I wrote the song Find A Way uh, about one of the things that my dad always told me, he always used to tell me that uh, he would say, Bill, if you, if you want something bad enough in life and you're willing to put together the blood, sweat, tears, and toil, you can always find a way to make it happen. And uh, that's what we, that was the title cut uh, for the Find A Way album. It was all that. Very, very wise very wise man and uh, and well said. Uh, before we run out of time, I want to give you time to uh, talk about the new album. I want to thank you for uh, for answering one of my questions, which would have been to uh, tell the people how they can find you. You did that very well. Tell us about the album. We got a couple of minutes left. Uh, tell the folks about the album, the music, and uh, the thoughts that went into it, of course, and specifically about the next track we're going to play, "Loves in Vain." Oh, Love's in Vain, great song. I uh, wish I'd written it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the Crossing Willow Creek album is really a redo of the Changes album. So we were preparing live shows uh, for, for uh, promotion for the Find A Way album, and we started playing around with some of these really acoustic bass tunes that we had put on the first album, and it, it just kind of evolved from there into saying, you know, man, let's go in and uh, re-record these songs, uh, put a, some, some different musical voicings on them, and see what we come up with. And uh, that's really, uh, I threw in a couple of cover songs, uh, which The Love in Vain is one of them, and uh, a new song that, uh, that I had written. But uh, that's really where that came from, kind of a live practice session uh, for the uh, follow-up tours for Find A Way. But uh, uh, Love in Vain. Is a, is a very special song for me. So there was an, an artist back in the 70s, early 80s named Jimmy Spirit, uh, somewhat uh, yep, obscure. I yep. Yeah, yeah uh, somewhat obscure, who, who passed. He was, he was uh, killed in a motorcycle accident uh, very, very early in his career. And uh, I've always been a fan uh, of his music, and I've always wanted to cover some of his songs. And... Uh, one day I was just sitting around plumping around and thought, well, you know, I wonder what this one's like. And of course, you know, he, he was uh, he was quite a guitar player. So uh, as we recorded the guitar parts on that, I got the lovely event of twisting my fingers and knots to make it happen. But uh, an absolutely, absolutely beautiful song. And uh, I he, hope that uh, the folks that uh, that are our Spears fans um, can understand that we treated it a little bit differently, not so much, but a bit. And uh, right, I hope sure. that uh, 
that, yeah, that they they, uh, they can relate to uh, the take that we took on that song. But uh, and uh, I, uh, I think they're going to like it. I think they're definitely going to like it. You're absolutely right about Jimmy Spears. I remember him from back in the mid '70s when I was uh, in the Tampa market and uh, uh, fell in love with his music. And was very sad to hear in later life when uh, we lost him way too soon. But uh, want to take yeah. this moment to thank you for coming by and sharing a little bit of your story with us, and of course your music, and uh, to wish you all the best. Also, remember you've. Always got a home here. You're part of our family now, so keep in touch with us. Let us know what's going on, and uh, we'll be happy to spread the word for you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Billy Abernathy from his new album, Crossing Willow Creek. Here's a tune called Love's In Vain. It's 
And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, that's Bill Abernathy and uh, Loves in Vain. Some good stuff. And uh, I do, I can relate to the artists. I don't know how many of you are familiar with uh, Jimmy Spiris, but he did some really, really good stuff back in the mid-70s. And another artist that uh, I got to speak with Bill about from approximately the same era. I think it was maybe a couple of years later, but that was... uh, an artist by the name of Dan Fogelberg, who did some beautiful music too, including a wonderful tribute to his dad called Leader of the Band. But uh, Bill has some great stuff, a great sound, and he has an excellent way of interpreting the music. We really appreciate it, and we thank him for coming by today. We want to move on because we've got another guest, and she's standing by, waiting to come and well, give us a little more music. And uh, sit and talk with us on the sofa for a while or maybe out on the back porch i'm not sure anyway here they are they call themselves smith sisters bluegrass it's a modern take on bluegrass i think you're gonna like it it's bluegrass it's a little bit new and it does it right here is smith sisters bluegrass with elvis on the jukebox We walked in and sat down The place was empty, no one in town It was cold out, snow on the ground it was his birthday, gathered round Elvis on the jukebox, no one else around Stood at the counter, two girls were there Got a pizza, three large and beer Out of the jukebox, hound dog arose was the king there? All doors were closed. Elvis on the jukebox, no one else around. Never would have dreamt it, there's no doubt about it, it's true. The king of rock and roll was playing music on the jukebox the whole night through. The room was quiet when on it came. A haunted jukebox, no one to blame. We looked around, but no one there Out of the silence, from thin air Elvis on the jukebox, no one else around
king of rock and roll was playing music on the jukebox the whole night through. Then they told us a little more to the story we knew before. You see this happen once or twice, a haunted jukebox only at night. Elvis on the jukebox, no one else around. Elvis on the jukebox, no one else around. Elvis on the jukebox, no one else around. And there you have it, in case you, uh, well, hopefully you got to listen to the, the message of the song as well as the music. But if not, you can always go out and get yourself a copy of Elvis on the Jukebox by Smith Sisters Bluegrass. And we have one of the ladies with us right now. Kelly, come on in here. Time for you to say hello. Hi there. How are you doing? Doing great. Thank you for coming by and spending some time with us today. And uh, what a neat song that was. Where did you get the inspiration for that? Uh, thank you. Actually, um, it, ha- it was a story that happened to my brother on his birthday. And we, we had gone to a, a pizza joint. And it was closing, but they let us in. They let us come in anyway. And we sat down and ordered pizza and beer. And we were the last ones in the place. They locked the door behind us. And about an hour later, we had finished eating. We were going to do cake and all that. Um, and all of a sudden, this jukebox that was way down at the other end of the building turned on by itself. It kind of did it, like, made that noise, you know, like as if someone plugged it in and it, it turned on. And basically what it did was it played um, Elvis's, Elvis Presley's um, Hound Dog. And so we were all kind of freaked out, you know. Um, it was funny because my, my brother is a huge Elvis fan, and uh, we had given him a gas station attendant shirt um, for his I was just wondering what you had in your left armpit. Looks like you had something tucked under your arm. All of a sudden, Elvis starts playing out of nowhere, and I walked <laughs> up to the waitresses, and I said, "I said, oh my gosh!" I said, "Did you guys?" I mean, because I was freaking out, and and I had the chills and everything, and um, I said, "Did you guys hear that?" And they said, "Oh, that happens all the time." They said, oh. "It only happens huh. at night. It happens when the place closes." And all it does is play Elvis for, like, hours. It just keeps playing Elvis <laughs> over and over and over. And so, anyway, so I ended up writing the song about 10 years later. And um, my mom was there with me. That's why it's on her album, because it's a story that happened with her. So, um, but anyway, that's that's kind of the basic, that's a neat basis story. of that song. Thank you. That's it. A- Neat story, and you did it so well. The thing that I liked, the thing that caught my ear, I mean, obviously, we've all heard bluegrass, and we've also, you know, we've heard tunes in the vein of what you did there, but the thing that caught my ear was the fact that you're able to take bluegrass, you're able to take a strict bluegrass sound and give it a, what can I say, give it a pop music feel without losing the bluegrass integrity. Thank you for saying that. You know, it's funny, but when um, my sister and I, we we are in another group uh, called Boys and the Bees, and um, our dad passed away, and just before he passed away, he told us, 
you know, he suggested, you girls should try doing bluegrass because all of my music, I kept naming off all of the instrumentation, you know, that I was hearing in my head. And it was okay. bluegrass. And, and we went to this little um, place in Sacramento. It was like a, a farmer's market. And we were there with our dad, just me and Wendy, and dad was sitting there listening, and he says, You're, he goes, I think you girls should try music. I mean, should try um, bluegrass music. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, a light went on. Like, that's what it is, you know? And we always love bluegrass. Um, So it was like, honestly, that was one of his, like, last gifts that he gave us. Um, Beautiful. You know what? Yeah. I mean, it was like he suggested it. And truthfully, I mean, like, we we had recorded this music before um, with with a swing band. And we did it in the swing version because that's, you know, the band that, that we're, we were in currently. And, right. um, but it has not received any success, as, I mean, not, not nearly as much success as it has um, in bluegrass. And, I mean, it's played all over the world right now. It's played I in had Australia some... and UK and, I mean, everywhere. Yeah. Germany, Scotland. I've got, got some notes here. I was going to mention the fact that you're getting a lot of play around the world. Uh, I noticed the uh, BBC has done a lot with you, and uh, you've even made it into France. Yeah, I know. And Scotland. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because all these places are places that my dad, first of all, my dad loved BBC. Like, and anything BBC on TV was okay. totally his, his thing. He just loves that. Sure. Dry sense of humor. And he got married in Scotland. So, I mean, it's just like everything... It, it all happened for a reason, and I know it. It's like I just, and I just totally got the chills yeah. right now. Okay, so so when the music came to me, and you guys are going to think I'm nuts, but I swear to you I am not nuts. <laughs> um, yeah. when, the, when the lyrics came to me, they came to me, like like I said, about 10 years later, and um, I put them down, or put them away, and about a month or two or maybe three later, all of a sudden I come in my office, and the lyrics are like opened in this booklet on my desk. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so weird. And so I asked my husband, I said, why, why did you put that there? You know, he said, no. And um, so anyway, but, but what had happened was um, I wake up really early in the morning for whatever reason. I wake up at like 2.30 in the morning and, and that's when music comes to me. So I was sitting there and I kid you not, I heard what sounded like Elvis Presley singing in my ear. And I know that sounds nuts, but he was the one who actually sang that song. Maybe whether it was him or not, I don't know. But um, it was like I could hear him going, um, he walked in and sat down. You know how, how he did that kind of thing? Right, to right, voice? sure. And that's, so what I did was I grabbed my recorder on my cell phone and I sang into it. And, and um, I sang, you know, a bunch of different takes on it. And I woke my husband up. I said, Tim, I, I, I have a hit. I said, I, Elvis Presley just sang it to me. <laughs> you know, so anyway, which, right, crazy. Okay, so anyway, so later, in, later that day, about 10 in the morning, I go on Facebook, and it's January 8th, and that is Elvis's birthday. Yes, it is. Right. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh. So, so that, that his music, I, I know you guys think I'm nuts. But I'm telling no, you, no, the way no, no, that it no. came to me was was that. It was on his birthday, and it was just weird that it was my brother's birthday, you know, 10 years prior that we that the song came to me. And so anyway, 
I just feel, I really feel like that song is, is a special one. It was the first one I ever wrote. And, um, you know, just the way that all that happened. And I, I still have a screenshot of my, um, of the recordings that I took. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah. Well, you well, answered anyway, that's, 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 that's the truth. You guys can think I'm nuts if you want, but. Um, oh no! Uh, I think it's I think it's special. No, 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 no! Don't be so diplomatic. Of course, she's nuts. We're all nuts. I mean, this is why we enjoy ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to I wasn't going to put her into the same category as you and I. <laughs> well, well, but actually, you know, oh, Ke- Kelly, you answered my my next question. I wanted to know. Uh, other than the fact that, ju- that that the jukebox played Elvis Presley for hours on end, what possessed you mm-hmm. ten years later to uh, to create this little masterpiece that you have? And you well, answered my question, is, and, uh, and 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 I think that's wonderful. A radio DJ, pardon? Um, a radio DJ suggested his name is uh, the Wagman. He's K Jazz. Anyway, he suggested that I start writing music. So. I I had I wrote a little jingle for for their radio station, and um, and he said you should really start writing music. So I did. I and that was the very first song that I tried, and I actually tried it like the very next day. Um, you know, like I said, I wake up early in the morning, and that's when when um, I started writing the lyrics. And then, you know, like I said, a month or two, or possibly three, I can't remember exactly. Um, later is when the the tune came to me, so I had never written music before, and um, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I, I was 50 years old, I'm 54 right now, and um, it just came to me, and I haven't, and it's like all this music I know comes straight from God, because it funnels through me, and I hear it, and um, the lyrics come to me, like, you know, very quickly, the music comes to me very quickly, and I don't know. Something special happened on that day. Well, you are so. a, you're a blessed young lady, and we and and we appreciate the music that that you're making. It uh, I, see, I love bluegrass, and I have for many years. And uh, I went to the University of South Florida in the Tampa area many many years ago. And uh, we used to, a friend of mine and I, we used to go up to, uh, into Pasco County when there was absolutely nothing up there, and we'd go to these tent revivals, and uh, there was a lot of black gospel music, which was wonderful, but there was also a lot of bluegrass gospel, and it was just phenomenal yeah. stuff, and so it really is nice to, to hear you keep this art alive. It, it really is. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. You. Now, tell, tell me something here. Since you since you have such wonderful and unique stories, I know there has to be one to go along with. Uh, why uh, your uh, why your Smith sisters when neither one of you's name is Smith? I, 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 just to, how how did the Smith sisters? I mean, this is like uh, it's like a cough drop commercial. The Smith brothers, remember their cough drop? Yes. <laughs> Where did Cherry the yeah, brothers come from? Yeah, because we picked them picked a more you know popular name. It's crazy. People call us Smith sisters all the time, and there's another Smith sister. So I always want to make sure you know it's Smith sisters bluegrass. Um, gotcha. But actually, our dad's name, well, my maiden name, our maiden name, is Smith Smith. So. When our dad passed away, we wanted to, you know, neither of us have kids of our own, and we thought, what a better way to leave a legacy for our dad than, and I'm going to cry, <laughs> than to, you know, 
put music, you know, out there into the world for the rest of forever um, with his with his name on it. And so that's right. what we did. So we are Smith Sisters Bluegrass. It's Smith Sisters, and then it's Bluegrass. So. Well, that, that explains answer. it all. <laughs> that definitely <laughs> does. And uh, I am I'm so glad that we've been fortunate enough to have you come join us on the show because one of the things that, uh, you know, aside from working with independent artists and giving them one more stage to present themselves, their talents, and their music on, one of the other things that uh, really makes it work for John and I is hearing the interesting and unique stories of each artist, of where they came from, how they got to where they are today, uh, especially musically, of course. And uh, uh, as a bonus, we often do get, you know, personal sidelines and stories uh, such as you've shared with us. And it's uh, it's really a treat for us and for our listeners too, because we hear from them and they'll uh, they'll write us with some of the things they'll say that uh, you know, wow, that was quite a story that uh, she told about how the song was created or about her father and everything. And uh, I, I, I think that is just wonderful. Thank you so much awesome. for sharing that with us. And uh, yeah. before we run out of time, I want to pass on to you, as I do all of our guests, that once you're on our show, you are part of our family. You always have wow. a place here to introduce new music or whatever. want you to stay in touch with us so that we know what you're doing. And uh, we also have a uh, Facebook page uh, the David Bowers Awards Groups page, and that is there specifically for guests on my show to post whatever they want related to their music, their careers, their family, whatever. Like I said, you're part of our family now. Feel free to share on there. That's what that page is there for, and uh, I can guarantee you that if it makes it on that page, it's probably going to make... You know, I, I don't want to say that I tell tales out of school, but there's a good chance it might make it to a few other places on the Internet, too. So anything you want to share, that's what the page is there for. Will do for sure. Hey, I wanted to mention, too, that our music is available on all of the um, sites, you know, uh, in uh, Spotify, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, um, you know, every single one that's out there. All you have to do is Google us and you'll find you'll find us. Okay. And you have a website also? Yes, we do. It's Smith Sisters Bluegrass. Yeah. So that's not kinda like check us out. And by the way, I wanted kinda, to tell you yes. too, our our C D, our um uh Mama C D, there's only three more available on um, oh, online. I know it, we we ordered a limited number and they just went like hotcakes. So, like I, oh. I just had someone just order one just before I came on the show, and so there's only well, three. Well, listeners, listeners, keep that in mind. There's only a couple more copies left, and you're going to hear a track from this beautiful album they did, and it's called Mama. And I'm going to let in the time we've got about about thirty seconds left. I'm going to let you. Uh, I'm going to let you, Kelly, tell the folks about this song, Mama. Okay, this song um, basically tells you a little bit about our mom. She's just, she's still with us, and she's just the sweetest mom. Um, the whole album is about her. Um, this song just kind of tells you, um, you were talking about, you know, uh, gospel, bluegrass. This is, this is kind of um, along those lines. She taught us all the things in life that really matter, 
and that's about God and about country and about family. And um, our dad taught us those things, too. But Mom was with us all day and um, every day. Right. And, yeah, so and that's, that's what this talks about. And that's what mamas do. Kelly, thank you so much to you and your sister. Be sure and keep in touch. Love to have you come back and talk with us again in the near future. Thank you again. Let's do it. Okay. You got it. Thank Thank you. you again. Ladies and gentlemen, Smith Sisters Bluegrass. This is called Mama. just exactly that, uh, Mr. Bowers and your spiffy awards. Artists, hey, you want to get on the show? 
we'd love to have you. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, just send your EPK to David at thedavidbowers.com for your chance to be on this here indie music show. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and also from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and is available for free on Blog Talk Radio, also on YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud and all of the other platforms that you might use to download your podcasts. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and like the David Bowers on Facebook and Twitter. We'd love to have you follow along with us. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards. That's going to be Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZFM 106.3 Rochester Free Radio. And Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers and uh, Nick, the uh, newly married geek, I am John Bon Jovial, the legendary one, thanking you for being with us today. We'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.